You're listening to the Get Clear Up Podcast, a space dedicated to the female experience. I'm your host, holistic health practitioner and women's sexual health expert, Callie Shea. Hello, queens. I want to start with a trigger warning here. Just a heads up that this episode touches on my own journey with body image, mental health, and disordered eating habits. So if you aren't comfortable with those topics, this is likely not the episode for you. With that being said, today we are going to dig into my own health journey and how I got here and all of the details around that. This is something that I have shared before on my various platforms, but because I obviously get the opportunity to talk your ear off here, I'm going to share a bit more in depth about it. So I have to think out the timeline and what order everything went in. So bear with me, but here goes nothing. So my health has always been something that has been interesting. (laughs) When I was a kid, I really struggled with food allergies, sensitivities, allergic reactions. I remember I couldn't ever get my face painted or I'd break out in hives or I never got to eat what my friends were eating because I had so many allergies and I always had to have like a special birthday cake. Like, holy fuck, I was high maintenance as hell. (laughs) And it just felt like I was always sick and I had a pretty suppressed immune system. I mean, I had mono for months. I got swine flu in eighth grade. Like, who gets swine flu? I had all the things, right? I got my period in middle school, and it wasn't great. I would get sick every single time, uh, like a full-blown cold or whatever, literally every single month. So I would get well just in time for my period to come back, and then I would get sick again. So that was a fun little cycle to go through. And then by the time I got to high school, most of my health issues had evened out. My periods weren't great. I had cramps and I bled pretty heavily, but ultimately, I honestly don't remember there being a lot of concern over like my allergies or my health or anything like that. It was more like a, like, this is the norm for Callie. She's just super sensitive. Like that was sort of my thing, right? That I just had a lot of sensitivities. Um, I did later find out that this was likely due to MTHFR, which is a liver gene mutation that makes it hard for the body to detox well. So it can take up to something like 10 times longer to detox something compared to the average liver. So that's always played a role in my health. And then my sophomore year of high school, I really began to struggle with disordered eating and body image issues. I'm not sure what really sparked it, but I know that I really lacked Just information about how food works, how the average female body thrives with carbs, how to support your system, all the things I'm passionate about talking about now, um, I didn't have that education, really. Uh, I felt like I was built differently than a lot of the women I saw. And, you know, this was during the rise of Instagram. So I was in that first wave of high school age kids who were on Instagram. I always had, you know, thick thighs and a fat ass, P-H-A-T, fat ass. And I really enjoyed playing that comparison game to all of the Instagram models that I saw. Um, I was also quite uh, the connoisseur, quite the reader of Cosmo and Teen Vogue, which we all know is the epitome of health education. So it's not like I got really healthy messaging around this either. So, you know, at a young age, I was exposed to a lot of like the calories in versus calories out, which isn't a fair or true statement, but that is a conversation for another day. Um, You know, I got a lot of the like lose weight by cutting carbs or don't eat after 7 p.m. sort of shit. So I definitely think my first experience around nutrition and health was definitely warped by diet culture. 
Um, I bitch about diet culture, I feel like, in every episode, but (laughs) it's true. Um, So I became really obsessed with the idea of what I thought my body should look like. Um, I started purging at first, but I really hated how it made me feel because I would be super nauseous after, duh. Um, So instead, I got into intense exercise and restriction. So I spent at least at least three hours a day working out, I have to say. And I ate probably less than 800 calories per day. Um, it was absolutely treacherous. Like I, I don't think anyone looks back on like their disordered eating habits and they're like, wow, that was fun. Um, but I have to say it was, it was a terrible experience, obviously. Um, and I think that the way this manifested shifted over time. I can honestly say that I struggled with these beliefs and this warped view of my body well throughout college or throughout high school and into college. Um, it what really wasn't until I began having these physical health issues that required me to learn more about my body um, that I began to heal that relationship with my body image. So let's talk about my gut health spiral for a hot minute because I think that's like the next step in this. Um, So when I was in high school, I thought I had a gluten allergy, but I ate whatever I wanted. There There was really no value to that theory yet. You know, gluten allergies were new and it was trendy. And my high school boyfriend thought I was full of it. He was like, that's not real. You don't have a gluten allergy. Joke's on you, bud. I sure do. (laughs) That stuff was always in the back of my mind, you know, because I just didn't never feel very good. I felt okay. But like I said, I was sick and I just, I didn't feel great, you know? Um, And then when I went on hormonal birth control my senior year of high school, that was when everything changed. Um, In the beginning, I was fine. But I remember one time specifically, I was in my then boyfriend's bedroom. Ooh. Um, and I was looking in his mirror. Like he had this like full length mirror. And my face was really close to the mirror. And I was like, is my skin breaking out? Like this was not the norm for me then. I didn't have breakouts. Of course, mind you, I used like Epiduo and whatever prescription acne stuff that my dermatologist, you know, the dermatologist will give you whatever um, to help prevent acne. So I can't say for sure that I wouldn't have had it, but I definitely didn't experience any skin issues. Um, And then all of a sudden I did and nothing changed. I didn't change any products or anything. Um, So yeah, I looked in his mirror. I was like, wow, am I breaking out? And he was like, no, you're fine. Everything's fine. Um, It wasn't fine. Um, I was also smoking a lot of pot, quite a bit. It was very low quality, like whatever a high school kid can get kind of pot. You know what I mean? Um, So I thought maybe it wasn't HPC. Maybe I was having some sort of acne from smoking a lot. Again, remember, like I had been dealing with reactions to literally everything my whole life. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm reacting to smoking weed. Who knows? Um, My hair was totally lifeless. Like all of this started happening at once. My hair was totally lifeless. I remember at my graduation, my high school graduation party, I went to dry bar to get a blowout and it looked like shit. Um, Like it was totally flat. It wouldn't hold a curl. It was terrible. It was so bad. I just remember being mortified because it just looked like damp and lifeless um, because that was like, of course, the worst thing that could happen to me as a high schooler on my graduation party day. Um, In retrospect, it wasn't probably that big of a deal, but you know what I mean? So I was definitely already having some signs of gut health issues and I felt super foggy and out of it. So I came off the pill right around the time I went off to college, which Great decision. (laughs) Great decision to get on it. Even better to quit cold turkey. Um, And at first things were fine, right? I think just a combination, though, of living that typical college kid lifestyle combined with 
going on the pill and then quitting the pill cold turkey, it really took a toll on me. I was really inflamed. My mental health was a literal dumpster fire. Uh, My hair started falling out like crazy and my skin was at its absolute worst. And I think that's what caused me to really take this seriously was my skin because I was covered in this red rash and acne that didn't respond to anything I did. No face wash, no acne treatment, nothing made it better, but it seemed like absolutely everything made it worse. Um, so I had a total breakdown if we're being honest and okay. Wow. We're really getting candid about my darkest hour on here today, (laughs) but yeah. So I had a total breakdown, like quit school, came home, that kind of breakdown. I loved where I was going to school. I loved the people. I loved what I was studying, but I could not physically handle what was going on in my body. I was so fatigued, so unwell. I was not hashtag adult enough for that. I'll be totally honest. Um, So I came home and I was so sad about moving home and feeling like a failure, really. Um, I stayed in a dark room for like two months straight. So that was a great time. Um, No doctor could tell me what was up or how to fix it, right? One dermatologist told me, this is normal adult acne. And I was like, fuck that. No, it is not. Um, So I was determined to fix this myself, but I honestly had no clue where to start. And I spent a lot of that time in that dark room Googling and researching like crazy. So one day my mom came in my room and she was like, hey, there's this online program for holistic health and I think you should do it and see if you can learn anything that will help you. And that really changed the whole trajectory of my life. It's not like I was like instantly healed in that moment or anything, but I finally had a path to explore. So the next year or so got a bit crazy, even crazier, I guess, after that with my health and my timeline may be a little bit all over the place. But I'll touch on each piece because I think they were all really relevant in bringing a lot of awareness to my pussy, if we're being honest. Like, I think it really brought a lot of awareness to that part of my body. I don't think I had any awareness of vaginal and psycho health, but damn, the universe was about to punch me in the face with it. So first up, I had chlamydia. (laughs) Yes, here I am shamelessly talking about contracting an STD because it happens more often than you think. Um, this story is a little wild. So I had just started dating this guy. He was very honest about this whole process. So this is not on him. Like he didn't do me dirty. Um, he had gotten it from this girl he had slept with prior to us getting together, like months prior. Um, and he went to the doctor and he got treatment for it, right? Because chlamydia can just be treated with a round of antibiotics and typically you're good to go. So his doctor basically says, hey, Um, this isn't the greatest treatment for chlamydia, basically in more or less words. He was like, Hey, the one I'm giving you isn't the best treatment. Um, it should do the trick, but if you essentially have another flare up, like if it comes back, that's to be expected and just come back and do a round of antibiotics, but it should work. You should have no problem. And so he told me this prior to us sleeping together. And I was like, no, like, that can't be. First of all, what the fuck? Second of all, it's just got to be a liability thing. Um, I'm not worried about it. It sounds like you've done treatment. And like, I'm also 18 and don't know anything about anything. And I was like, this makes sense to me. Like you did a treatment. It should work. Why would your doctor give you something that doesn't work? Whatever. So I thought we were fine. Um, we used protection. We Every time we had any kind of interaction, why am I like trying to um, not be explicit? Anytime we fucked y'all, um, anytime we had sex, we used protection. No big deal. I still got it. 
Um, he had a flare up a couple, I would say like a couple months later, maybe a month, two months later, whatever. He had a flare up. I had it. Um, I did a round of antibiotics and that was that, um, because it's, it's pretty easily treatable. Um, and I'm talking about this because there's zero shame. People get STDs all the time. Uh, and it just is what it is. I want you to practice having safe sex. I don't want you to just go around all willy nilly. Um, but at the same time, this is a very taboo topic and you know, I love talking about taboo topics. Um, and so while this may not seem like a huge player in my healing journey, I do believe that it was just like another round of antibiotics that compromised my gut. And I do believe that I had a lot more vaginal issues, vaginal health issues after that, that took a while to heal. So that's my ongoing theory because I definitely had more vaginal health issues that took a while after that to just get under control. So, like I said, I'd taken a lot of antibiotics because my immune system was so weak and I kept getting strep. Um, and I'm not typically like one to go for antibiotics, but I kept getting strep, which can be dangerous. And therefore, I had tons of yeast infections. Um, one of my gut issues was candida overgrowth, which I didn't know for a while and then eventually found out later. And so I dealt with yeast infections almost monthly for a very long time. Uh, it was absolutely fucking horrible. They are so painful and so uncomfortable. If you've had one, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I would not wish a yeast infection on my worst enemy. I don't think I have an enemy, um, but even if I did, I would not wish a yeast infection on them. So after that or somewhere within that, like I said, this timeline gets a little like swirly. I don't know whatever word I'm looking for. It's a little messy. Um, I had BV as well, which is bacterial vaginosis. And there are a ton of reasons why a woman may get BV. Again, I think after having an STD and taking antibiotics, my immune system and my vaginal health were not having their finest moment. Um, I had BV for about a year and it was honestly not very difficult to treat, but it went undiagnosed for a while. Um, So this is why I always tell my clients to go in and get a swab if they feel like something is off. But like I said, I'd been having vaginal health issues and sort of everything felt off for a while there. So um, that is partially why I just didn't really know what was going on. Um, I also (laughs) got this cute little staph infection from shaving my pubic area and sitting on the edge of a pool. So as you can see, I was really making good decisions. (laughs) So guess what I had to do? Another round of fucking antibiotics. And thus, my gut health took another L. Um, So all of that, you know, moving home, having a lot of vaginal health issues and gut issues. Meanwhile, my periods were just totally out of whack. They were 50 to 60 plus days long. They were painful. All of that occurred probably over a year to a year and a half time frame. I was chugging along during all of this, just learning about holistic health, researching like crazy, And during this, I was doing a lot of crash dieting and taking a ton of supplements because I thought those were just the cure-all, right? I was going to take some supplements. Everything would be good to go. Um, You know, I'd be paleo. I'd be doing a 10-day juice cleanse. I would do a candida diet that would last for all of five minutes. I was experimenting a lot, but not actually implementing anything. And I can honestly say I gained a lot of knowledge through my education program and then experimenting on myself. I use the term experimenting loosely um, before I actually applied things. There was so much trial and error and so much back and forth because I didn't want to commit to an actual protocol because I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to take months and months to heal my body. I can't commit to just one protocol. So instead, I just spent well over a year of trying different little things that I thought might get quicker results. And yes, I do see the irony in that now. (laughs) 
So this is why I now teach my clients with education first, implementation second, because I think you have to have inventory of all the pieces before you can start to put the puzzle together. So I did finally reach this realization on my own that I had to commit to something. And I ultimately, what I ended up committing to was just taking care of my body, really. Um, Instead of feeling like I was treating a symptom, aka, you know, a candida diet, I just began fueling myself as a whole. I ate enough. I exercised in a healthy way. I took specific targeted supplements. And I can't say that there was one big moment where all of this clicked. I honestly just think it was a culmination of things finally coming together. And I was like, okay, what have I not tried? And what I hadn't tried was just being really intuitive with my system, taking all of the things I learned and taking away the pieces that resonated most and then applying those. Um, And that's when I really started to see a lot of progress. My hair started growing back. And honestly, it came back thicker than ever. My skin cleared up. I lost inflammation. My periods got better, all the things. So somewhere during all of this, I was diagnosed with Lyme and celiac. Um, The Lyme set in, it set in really quickly. It was like one day I was feeling pretty good for the first time in a while. And the next I was on the couch with a migraine and a fever. I was diagnosed with Lyme and then I did um, sort of a immune boosting treatment And most of my symptoms went away fairly quickly, actually. I don't know how long I'd had Lyme or why this flare-up occurred, but I honestly had a much easier experience than a lot of people, and I'm grateful that it wasn't too intense. Um, So now I just focus on keeping my immune system up, and that seems to be keeping it under control. Celiac diagnosis happened around that time as well, and I definitely think it cleared up a little bit of confusion I still had about my gut health. So... All of that brings us to now, where I am now, what I'm doing, what's my current focus, how I'm supporting my health. Um, So now I'm feeling really good. Like, I feel so good. I feel like for a while there, my entire life revolved around my health. And so now I've purposed to focus on the other aspects of my life as well. Um, You know, with having Lyme and MTHFR, I find that I'm always going to be sensitive and more prone to inflammation. It just is what it is. For example, when we travel, it always throws off my cycle. Um, I used to feel a lot of shame around this. I thought as a health coach, I had to have everything working perfectly all the time. And that's just not genetically how I work. And that's okay. And if anything, I think it makes me even better at my job because I understand firsthand how all bodies are so different and have different needs. So my current focuses for my own health right now are just being active, eating enough, keeping my blood sugar stabilized and managing my stress and really getting enough sleep. And that's literally everything I teach inside of period boot camp. <laughs> my health has just become a part of my life now instead of my entire focus. And I think there was a place and a time where it needed to be my main focus. Um, but I'm grateful to be at another stage of my life where I can appreciate taking care of me without it being my entire life. Um, so while my story may sound a bit all over the place, I'm so grateful for it. I know that may sound crazy. I absolutely would not be where I am and be able to help so many women if I hadn't had those experiences. Like I said, it brought me pussy awareness and body awareness and taught me so much. So I'm just grateful that I was able to experience that and um, that I'm here now on the other side of it. So I appreciate you tuning in to hear my story. We are going to have a discussion post about this episode in the Get Clitter at Facebook group where I would love to hear your story and answer any questions that you have. So I'll link that in the show notes or just head over to Facebook and type in Get Clitter at or Callie Shea and it should come up. I've tried to make it super searchable for your convenience. And I will catch you babes in the next episode.
Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Get Clitterate podcast. We release a new episode every single week, so go ahead and hit subscribe. We'd love for you to leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. You can learn more about myself, your host, Callie Shea, by visiting my website, callieshea.com, or by visiting my Instagram, at Callie Shea. If you want to stay in the loop with what's happening on the podcast, you can follow at Get Clitterate Podcast on Instagram.